Hello and welcome. I am Dr. Lara May, a clinical pharmacist specializing in functional medicine, as well as a certified yoga teacher and Reiki master. I run a truly integrative health coaching practice, encompassing functional medicine lab testing, yoga and meditation, and a sprinkling of Reiki energy medicine. Join me here on Light Body Radio to break through your health plateau and come into alignment with your natural vitality. Hello and welcome to Light Body Radio. I am your host, Dr. Lara May, and today I have with me Dr. Shivani Gupta. She is an Ayurvedic practitioner and an expert in fusing Eastern and Western practices that help our body achieve equilibrium, specifically turmeric and uh, spices and herbs, which is really one of the core uh, foundations of Ayurvedic medicine in general. So I'm super excited to have her here with us today. She completed her master's in Ayurvedic sciences and her PhD on turmeric specifically. And inflammation is a root cause that we talk about a lot on this show for many health issues in our lives and we have the power to overcome it. And which is also a message that I love. So empowering people to understand that we do have the power to create our health and wellness. Her passion is teaching at-home remedies to reduce inflammation naturally that will keep you having more energy, less brain fog, less pain, and ultimately achieve vibrant health. Dr. Shivani Gupta has practiced Ayurvedic medicine for over 20 years, and her approach is to show you the tools in your toolkit so you can reach for them every time you need them. She has also founded and is the founder of Fusionary Formulas, an Ayurvedic company that helps people with inflammation and pain. So um, uh, specific supplements, so I'm, I'm ex- and specific formulation of these herbs and spices that we're gonna talk about. So welcome, I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you, so excited to be on here. So I always like to start with the story. How did you become interested in Ayurveda or you know, how did you get to be where you are today? Sure. So I am just a regular girl from Houston, Texas, and I grew up in this first, you know, immigrant family, this family that had just, my parents had come from India with like a hope and a wish and nothing in their pocket. And growing up into this immigrant family, we'd go home. Once they achieved some success, we'd go to India and visit their family, my grandparents, my cousins. And so I always lived in these two worlds. I lived in in Houston, being an awesome Texas girl, living the American dream. But I also kept going to India and it it was such a harsh juxtaposition of different kinds of lives. India is beautiful. It has its own smells and tastes and sounds like I love India, but it also has such poverty and it it was just a, a whole weird upbringing I had living in these two places year after year. And so I remember when I was little, if I got sick in America, I would take like Pepto, Bismol, Tylenol, Advil, those things. If I got sick in India, my grandma would just reach into the spice cabinet, heat up some spices. They were pungent and weird, but she'd be like, drink this. And then all of a sudden the problem would be resolved. And I kept thinking, okay, this is interesting. Y'all have a different toolkit. Okay. And then eventually getting into high school, I took chronic, really strong antibiotics. Every time I got sick, that was just what my pediatrician was prescribing for the bad colds I had. 
And by the time I got call, got to college, I realized I had no immune system. Like if anyone sneezed, I would get sick. If I went to a party, I would get sick. And so I finally got in this mode of like, what, what is wrong with me? Why am I the only one out here without an immune system? Why did I catch colds every month in high school and go down and college? And so I went on this journey. And what it took me to was when I was in India, I started asking questions like, what is this? How does this work? How can I use this system? And that's when I discovered Ayurveda. And I was like, wow, all the keys to the kingdom that I need reside in yoga and Ayurveda. And I could have been healthier and vibrant this whole time. And so I really just built my gut health to be like a warrior. Like I have a shield around me. And now I hold my gut health as like the most important thing in my whole life. I am constantly monitoring, calibrating to my immune system. And I got so obsessed with it that I just, I was like, you know what, I need to learn Ayurveda so I can teach it to the world. Because if we all lived this way, we would sleep better, we'd feel better, we'd have awesome gut health, we'd be more vibrant. Um, we'd have that like glow of, of health and happiness that we want. So that's been my story. And I just feel lucky that I got to dive into Ayurveda so deeply through my journeys in India, um, that it led me to turmeric, the spice, which I'm obsessed with. And then now I get to help heal people using turmeric and spices. Like that to me is just exciting life work. Yeah, awesome. Um, so true, so many things that you said, I love it. Um, and we've had other um, Ayurvedic practitioners on this show and so we definitely love what you do and i myself have been through a panchakarma cleanse and and a whole healing protocol with ayurveda so i am definitely um a practitioner and a, and a believer in the power of you know and like you said um ayurveda is actually one of isn't it one of the eight limbs of yoga yes Yes. So um, when you, you said, you know, it's no coincidence that you use the two together. Yeah. I mean, there's eight limbs of yoga, which I, I did my yoga teacher training. So those are the eight. Yoga is considered the sister science to Ayurveda. They're like, oh, sister science. that's what it is. You're right. Yoga teacher would just laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but they are very interconnected. Yes obviously coming from that same part of the world, same culture. Yes. Um, so, but you specifically had decided to focus on turmeric, but let's talk about first, like why herbs and spices, and then we'll go specifically into turmeric. Sure. So Ayurveda is this entire system of medicine from India. It's over 5,000 years old. It encompasses the science of life. Ayurveda means the science of life. So it means the way we should or could live our lives to build this alignment with body, mind, and spirit. But I just wanted to backtrack and share that because so many times people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's just like traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture. It's just we have not heard of Ayurveda in the West. So it's it encompasses diet, nutrition, detoxification, like you mentioned, circadian rhythm and sleep, which people are talking about circadian rhythm. It is an Ayurveda concept. We already knew about this thousands of years ago. And now modern science is proving it to be true, which is exciting. Ayurveda always said gut health is first, digestive fires first for health. And now there's so much talk of gut brain access, microbiome, and all these things are finally coming to the forefront as important. Um, so Ayurveda is really that like ancient wisdom text that said, look, there's another toolkit available to you to build great health. You can prevent chronic disease just in how you walk the path of life. 
And so within the toolkit of Ayurveda, we use food, we use sleep, we use self-care tools a lot, detox tools. And one big one we use is the herbs and spices because food is wonderful, food is medicine. And within the food plant kingdom, we have herbs and spices, which are like your superfoods. It's like eating sprouts, like eating stem cells. To me, they're like these potent keys we can use in our system to turn and turn a lock, to really open a door to the health that we want. We can use spices really strategically. You can use cilantro. It's going to detox heavy metals. You can use cinnamon. It'll help balance blood sugar levels. So there's so many. If you think about herbs and spices here in the West, my American spice cabinet has like oregano, basil, black pepper, white pepper, and salt. But my Indian spice cabinet, when I open it, which every Indian household has this Indian spice cabinet, in there I've got like dried cilantro, cumin, coriander, turmeric, red chili powder, um, hing, which is so powerful for the gut. Um, there's so many other spices available to us. And as people learn to love Indian food, which I'm meeting so many people who love Indian food, I'm like, you guys can apply some of this at home. Like you can have chicken that's kind of Indian one night and just incorporate these spices on a weekly or biweekly rotation. And that alone is going to bring nutrient variety, nutrient density, and also overall support to the whole system. Yes. Yes. All right. So let's move on. I love that um, explanation. Thank you. Um, to turmeric specifically. So sure. why turmeric? I, I think a lot of us have heard of it already. Um, we've been told it does a million different things. Um, but why was that? I mean, you did a whole PhD in it. PhD and just that one spice. So that's a serious deep dive. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a quite a big nerding out on one topic for so many years. And I came out of it being one of those people who was like, oh, your knee hurts, tumor can fix that. Oh, you think you're having a cold tumor can fix that. And my whole family was like, oh my gosh, this girl's gonna say this for the rest of our lives. Um, but what happened was I was in an herbology class in my Ayurvedic schooling. And we were going through the spices. We were going through hing does this and cumin does that and cilantro does this. And, and when we got to turmeric, I was just like, wait a minute. My whole family dies of the advanced stages of diabetes, stroke, heart attack, amputation, Parkinson's, neurological issues. I grew up going to India and always seeing someone pass away of the advanced stages of diabetes. And I kept thinking to myself, there has to be a different way. I don't understand What's the point of life if we're going to work really hard and that's the last quarter is just disease maintenance? This is really bad. And mm -hmm. so when they described what turmeric could do, I was like, this is the holy grail. Like, we should all take this stuff every day. What's wrong with us? Why do we think it's just a spice? So basically, turmeric for me is a very powerful anti-inflammatory, very powerful antioxidant. So the anti-inflammatory benefit means it's going to reduce that systemic inflammation that's causing a slow grade, a low grade fire that's burning through our bodies and damaging every aspect of us. It's a powerful antioxidant. That's all the rust. So, so many of us are rusting due to food choices or the food that's available to us on the market and sold to us as food. I don't think most food sold at the store is really food at all. Um, but our bodies are rusting from the inside. And so we're inflammaging way faster than, um, than ever. And we're blaming aging when really it's inflammaging. So that powerful antioxidant, anti-inflammatory component 
to me makes turmeric like the number one superfood spice. It's also a very powerful immune modulator. So it's antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal. That's where it really had me sold because I was like, I need a barrier between me and the world. So every time I feel a cold come on, I just pop two turmerics. And then I'm like, I have like my defense system on board. And then I do all the rest of my work and the rest of my supplements. But turmeric's like my first line defense against everything. Mm -hmm. And then also there's a lot of new science that I believe is coming out around extending telomeres, longevity, um, turmeric really is a very powerful adaptogen. So it goes into the body and does what the body needs. And so in the last eight years of owning Fusionary, I get all the phone calls. Like I, I answer my 800 number. So I get to talk to the customers and I get to guide them. And it's fun because they're like, you have no idea. I have these allergies and I would sneeze 28 times in a row. It was so debilitating. And that went away. Or I had gingivitis once it helped my osteo once it helped my chronic joint pain, which is how I'm supposed to say it, um, it helped my gingivitis. And I was like, that's weird. So it's been a, a beautiful exploration of like, I think turmeric, I know turmeric goes in our body. It does the big stuff first. Wherever it's needed most, it just goes there. And then once it's settled those issues down and those fires down and those problem areas down, it can also go and handle a lot of smaller issues for us. And its goal is to bring us to homeostasis. So I'm all about pushing for more clinical published research that doctors will read and really trust that this is something they can use regularly with their patients. Mm -hmm. Because then people like me, I don't tolerate drugs very well, then I can always be using a natural solution, which I will, but we can all use a natural solution as opposed to those sometimes chemical solutions that might not be tolerable for the long term. Right. Well, and you know, as a pharmacist myself, I can definitely speak to this. There's there's a reason every medication has a side effect profile attached to it. So, you know, they might have a clinical purpose, but it's not without risk and or consequence, yeah. whether that's short term, long term, you know, um, interactions, especially like you said, if you're a person out there dealing with type two diabetes um, at various stages, you might be on upwards in the double digit of med medications. Yeah, true. And so then you're looking at, you know, multiple medication interactions. So I'm a, definitely a big fan of turmeric. I even give it to my dogs um, to, you know, help eat, both treat and prevent inflammation in their lovely little bodies. Yeah. Um, but I do have a question about, so I've read different things and seen and heard different things over the years with this herb that it needs to be paired with black pepper yes. or that it needs to be paired with a fat source for absorption. Are those things true? And if so, like to what extent? Sure. So if you read the science, there's over 6,000 scientific studies. And that's as of five years ago when I finished my PhD. Now that I'm embarking on clinical trials with um, knee osteoarthritis and different things that we're focused on, there's so much new science. So it's very exciting. I feel like I need a revision on my own favorite spice. But what's interesting is at the time that I completed my dissertation, I could never find an apples to apples study that compared turmeric black pepper or curcumin, which is the extract black pepper with a, with that combo versus a healthy fat. There is none, which to me implies that industry has done it and no one's publishing it. Either the answer is too close 
or one is clearly better than the other, but because you don't want to make it the other way, you're not sharing. Uh, but yeah. in my lifetime, I really want to see that study done or I want to get it done myself. Um, but yeah, so in, when I created Fusionary, I used black pepper because what we saw was 500 milligrams of curcumin with four milligrams of black pepper increases the absorption by over 2000%. And what most people don't know is turmeric is a plant. It's a rhizome, just like ginger. But in India, we don't really use fresh turmeric. We use fresh ginger, but fresh turmeric is usually dried into a spice. So it's more concentrated, just like ginger powder would have a more tight concentration than the plant, the raw plant. And then once you have turmeric in powder form, we as Indians are using it every day, like a teaspoon, teaspoon and a half in each dish we're cooking three times a day. I'm more American now, so I don't eat Indian three times a day, but in India, that's how you would eat it. Um, we're in, in the West, never gonna get that amount. And we're not gonna keep that continuous onboarding of turmeric in our system. Also, I think as modern society, we're way more inflamed than ever before. Mm -hmm. Out of the entire turmeric plant, only 3% is the curcuminoids. So every supplement formulation you will see will be some combination of the three curcuminoids. And according to my research, curcumin is the most effective at reducing inflammation. So I sought out the most potent form of just curcumin at a 98% grade potency and added black pepper to it. But I also tell people, look, there is a lot of science on the healthy fat idea. So take it with your meal or take it when you're gonna have any meal that has butter or healthy fat in it, just to like get the double whammy effect of black pepper with fat. But for convenience also, as long as it has black pepper or fat built into the formulation you're gonna take, you can take it anytime because it's built to absorb. Cool, awesome. And one of the things I like to do, uh, especially towards the end of my day, is uh, make some golden milk. Sure. So can we talk about that and how, like, you know, not only are you incorporating the curcumin, the turmeric, but also like part of, you know, we talked about circadian rhythm and sleep cycle and that sort of thing. Yes. So I think it's really beautiful to build a whole sleep ritual for bed. In Ayurveda, we really look at it as sleep hygiene because sleep is when we recover. Sleep is when the immune system can clear that lymphatic system and get the support. Sleep is when we clear inflammation. And so what I realized years ago was if I don't help people sleep better, they're not gonna clear their inflammation, then they're gonna be inflamed all day and we're trying to fix the daytime problem, but we're not fixing that nighttime piece that's like the root cause and going to support us. So I actually have invested a lot into sleep. I designed a sleep tea, a sleep formula. I'm pretty obsessed with sleep. I will take whatever I have to to get perfect sleep. Um, but by having sleep rituals that tee up the mind and body for bedtime, we're giving ourselves the best investment we can in dropping into a deeper sleep state. According to the circadian clock, we sleep, we teach that sleeping 10 to two in that window is most important for clearing inflammation and clearing out our systems. And so having a ritual like a turmeric latte at night is really beautiful. In Ayurveda, like you mentioned, the healthy, the fat source is important. So it's, it's good to have a turmeric latte because you are putting turmeric into your system. It is a beautiful nightly ritual to indicate to the mind that you're going to bed and you're gonna, you know, you're aiming for a great night's sleep. I would just make sure you add fat to it. So it's not a skinny latte. That's not gonna help absorb that turmeric. So just make sure it's not one. It's like a full fat version. Yeah, I'm a big fan, especially ever since my experience. It was last fall, actually, with my Panchakarma cleanse of ghee. So ghee has become a staple 
then, um, you know, multiple meals a day. So yeah, I, and um, I've been sort of a practitioner of the whole bulletproof style, you know, like adding, you know, um, full fat to the lattes, blending in, you know, whether it was coconut oil, MCT oil, but now I I do that with ghee too. So that's fantastic. So what about like compliments? Are there complementary or complementary um, spices that sort of synergistically work with um, turmeric or curcumin? Goodness, sometimes one. (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) Question, but a good one. Um, You know, intuitively, the answer to me is ginger. Turmeric and ginger go so well together, always. They're both approaching the same problem, but from slightly different angles. Like I'll have ginger, lemon tea in the morning, and and people use a lot of turmeric powder. To me, because I take a curcumin supplement, I know that I got the job done, so I don't focus as much on turmeric powder. It just goes into our food because I'm Indian. Um, But to me, it's not going to do the heavy lifting I want. In, term, in powder form. So I use ginger. I think black pepper, of course, is very synergistic to turmeric. Um, really, we have like a main masala box, spice box that we use in, in most of our daily cooking. Then there's like the fancier spices you would use for fancier cooking. But any of those I think are very synergistic to, like, to turmeric. For example, you have cumin. Cumin is so powerful for gut health. It helps pre-digest the food. Um, so it's very synergistic with turmeric. It's always used, almost always used in combination. Then you have coriander. Coriander is very cooling. So there's just this intelligence and synergy to that spice box where everything is counterbalancing each other. So if you have coriander, which is cooling and turmeric can be a bit warming, you're counterbalancing the properties. Mm-hmm. Fresh red pepper in the same family as black pepper. And we use that a lot in our cooking. Garam masala has the black pepper and that's always used in cooking. So it's gonna balance with the turmeric and increase its absorption. There's just a lot of beauty in that basic spice box. Um, But my intuitive hit is ginger is like the number one. Mm -hmm. I guess um, my my thought was too, when I make the uh, golden milk or, you know, you can buy them pre-packaged too. I would just, if you're buying anything pre-packaged always look at the label and see if they're adding any extra stuff that your body maybe wouldn't appreciate so much. But I was thinking, you know, like nutmeg and cinnamon. Yeah, those are great um, too. Those yeah. are great and too. we're in pumpkin spice season right now. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. It is fall. I love that idea, actually. I forgot about nutmeg and cinnamon added to turmeric as a fall like latte drink that's warming and comforting in the evening. Yeah, that's very good. And as we enter the winter months, it's always important to pay attention to your seasons and how you're incorporating seasons, spices seasonally um, into your life. So yeah, I love that. So I know so much of Ayurvedic medicine is very personalized, um, but are there any general um, tips and or practices that we could be incorporating seasonally right now um, that would help us sort of merge from summer into fall and then into winter, like um, sort of supporting that natural flow. Sure. Yeah. You know, from Ayurveda, I teach so much of the self-care and the tools that you can use year round because I want my whole body supported year round to win. So if one easy example is a to- copper tongue scraper. 
a copper tongue scraper is like a very easy way to detox the body. When you gently massage the tongue seven to 14 times in the morning using a copper tongue scraper, you're gonna detox all the organs of the body. You're gonna remove ama or toxins from your system. It's going to give the tongue and mouth a fresher feeling. It's also gonna help the oral microbiome, which is helpful to the gut microbiome. So there's just a lot of benefits. Um, in the fall specifically, out of the 12 daily Ayurvedic self-care rituals, the one that's really nice to add in is abhyang. So abhyang massage, people in the West pronounce it abhyang. That massage is daily self-massage using oil. So a lot of us do have evening rituals. We might take a hot shower. Maybe we're decadent and do an Epsom salt bath, which is very detoxing and supportive of the body. Um, maybe some of you use a dry brush, which is an Ayurvedic way to move the lymphatic system. So we go, we take a dry brush and we start at the feet and we work all the way up to the neck. And that goal is to move that lymphatic system, which is great before bed because we want the lymphatic system to clear stuff out during the nighttime. Mm -hmm. But a pyong massage, which comes after dry brushing, is you sitting down on a towel, taking sesame oil, preferably warmed up sesame oil, and massaging the body. Just really, it's like placing and soaking oil into your body, but massaging a little bit as well from feet all the way to neck. And then you can also do a head oil massage. So that is very grounding. Out of the three Ayurvedic doshas, it's going to really ground your vata energy, which is your wind and um, wind and ether energy. and it'll help you like warm the body from the inside out. It's going to keep you like your skin barrier healthier. It'll be grounding, warming. It'll give you better sleep. Um, it's oiliation for the joints because vata season is the fall season going into winter. So this is that time where our skin is drier and our joints are drier. So you might have more aches and pains. So it's like this luxurious self-care tool, but it has such powerful health benefits as well. So if you mm -hmm. can do that on the weekend or in, even work up to two to three days a week doing that, it can be very, very supportive during the winter season. And I'm sorry, did you say, is it better morning or evening or does it matter? So in Ayurveda, they taught the self-care rituals in the morning, but mm -hmm. as a modern woman, I find that impossible. So I do them all in the evening. I'm like, you guys, I have kids. I get up and just start running. So there's no abhyang massage and peaceful yoga with dry brushing happening at 6 a.m. here. So I'm very practical about how I teach Ayurveda. I'm like, let's let's make it work for us so we're actually compliant. Compliance yeah. is better than wishful thinking. Yeah, for me, I just, I know that I, all of those things happen around a shower and or like you said a warm bath so yeah. um exactly like whatever whenever that happens is when i'm going to try to do it <laughs> exactly so on the weekends it can be morning so it just depends yeah or if i'm actually creating that time you know i'll do them before a sauna too so nice. um that's oh, what i and i did also have a question about the tongue scraping so the practice i've been i'm so glad you're here so i'm getting so many personalized questions too <laughs> so part of my morning ritual is to um oil pull first yes, and then do the tongue scraping and then brush my teeth is that would you say like a quote unquote an appropriate order of operations there or it's a great question. I do the opposite. I am so used to brushing my teeth first and that having to happen. So I'll brush my teeth first. I'll tongue scrape because 90% of the time, those are the only two that are getting done. And then on the weekends, when I do my old polling at night, I'll do that last. 
as the last thing, but then I have to quickly brush again because I don't want oil in my mouth. Right. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that there's a right way, but those three things are actually very powerful habits. So oil pulling is just taking any food grade oil, preferably organic. In Ayurveda, we consider sesame oil, untoasted sesame oil, the king of oils because it has such vitamin E benefits. It has a lot of, it's antibacterial. So it's very supportive to the body. But if you don't like the taste, I understand coconut oil is fine too. But oil pulling is one of those daily self-care habits we teach because if you put that oil in the mouth and keep it there from anywhere from five to 20 minutes, and then you swish it around your gums and move it all around, when you spit it out, please make sure to use a trash can, not your sink, your toilet, or your shower. You will clog the house pipes. Um, right. But that's gonna really absorb and pull in all the bacteria and bad things in our mouth and get rid of it. It's a way to detox. You're really cleaning the oral microbiome, which is going to support your gut health. So these are like pretty much free, inexpensive, easy, simple ways to support our gut health all through the year. And that's what I love about Ayurveda. I'm not asking you to buy a $5,000 sauna, although I really want one in my life, or a plunge or all the things. Like I want the cool biohacking tools. But I know that just by buying a bottle of oil once a month, I'm doing so many good things for my health. Mm -hmm. Rubbing it on my body, I'm putting it in my mouth. And what I like about that self-care tool is you can do other things while you're oil pulling. You can go heat your coffee for the day. You can get dressed, you can shower. So I like the yeah. multitasking aspect of oil pulling too. Yeah, that's what I, so I'm definitely a morning oil puller, but it's like while I'm, you know, racing around the house, getting all my other stuff and my husband's like, oh, yeah, I can't talk to you right now. Like, <laughs> I shake my head. Nope. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about just real quickly um, as we're finishing up here, your your company, Fusionary Formulas, and, um, you know, what inspired you to start your own? I, you mentioned it a little bit. You wanted physicians to have these really high quality formulations, but um, just tell us a little bit about that and, and why your company is unique. Sure. So I have all these health issues that I had growing up. And so to have an immune system that works is like my first priority of life. But also anytime I would hurt myself, like post kids, I got plantar fasciitis. Once I threw out my back, anytime I ran to the doctor, they would give me the tools that they have. And by the way, I love Western medicine. I love when I get surgery or anything. They are like the kings and queens helping me. Um, but I don't tolerate medication well. I just never have is what I've finally learned. Um, and so once I hurt myself and I took an NSAID, a regular over-the-counter NSAID for seven days, 24 hours a day, because they told me, hey, this will get rid of your pain. But afterwards, I had stomach pain and all sorts of GI issues. And I thought, whoa there has to be a better way. Like if, if you're gonna tell me for pain, I have to take something 24 seven for seven days. Thank God I don't have chronic joint pain. That'll be like decades of me to doing this stuff and NSAIDs that are gonna irritate my stomach. So that was the motivation behind creating Fusionary. I was like, okay, if all of Ayurveda says turmeric can do this, there must be a way to source a turmeric that's so potent that all of Western medicine will replace their anti-inflammatory use with this. And so it was just a theory. When I built Fusionary, I had no idea if I would win. So I went to my factory that I found that I knew the owner of very well, he's an MD. And I was like, look, I have this idea. So we sourced this curcumin together and he goes, this is a great curcumin, but you may not use it. And I was like, what do you mean I can't use it? 
He's like, this is very expensive. This is like medical grade. You are not pharma. You don't have this kind of budget or margin. Uh, glad we found it, but you're not using it. And I was like, why don't we just try? Why don't we try? How about I actually want to prove my point more than I have a real business model in mind. So <laughs> let's just prove my idea to be true and I'll figure the rest out later. And so he humored me and we did it. And my company has definitely lost money seven years in a row, but we're winning on the front that mattered to me, which was proving the point. So now finally in the last year, we got big enough that we're not losing. We're finally in the black, but the goal was really if all of orthopedics, rheumatology, primary care, functional medicine, GI could use this, then we would get that evidence from the practitioner who's that frontline doctor who's seeing the person in the most pain. And then we can create that like tidal wave shift out there. Mm -hmm. That's been my goal. And is it perfect? No. Is it always going to like deliver the 100% result? No. Nothing can. Nothing can because our bodies are so different. But my goal was if I can 90% of the time win, okay, well, then not only is turmeric reducing the inflammation, but we're anti-aging. We are antioxidant benefit. We are immune support. We're healing the body on many levels. Um, so that's what's exciting to me. That's that's why I'm so into the science. Like my whole company is like, why aren't you focused on sales? I'm like, because there's science we can publish. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what excites me is, is how can I prove consistently over time that Ayurveda super spices were that powerful treasure chest mm -hmm. that we just didn't have access to here in the West. And now we have it and let's use it. Right. So tell us where we can find you and your company and all the good things. Sure. So our website is fusionaryformulas.com, F-U-S-I-O-N-A-R-Y. All my Ayurvedic self-care teachings and stuff are at shivanigupta.com, S-H-I-V-A-N-I gupta.com. And I have a Facebook group, Natural Remedies for Vibrant Health. I have a podcast, the Fusionary Health Podcast. And then I'm on Instagram as dr.shivanigupta. So that's usually the best way to find me and DM me and we can chat. Awesome. Well, um, and then also here in my notes, I have that there is a six-week Ayurvedic immersion. Yes. Um, for free, right? I have the seven day inflammation challenge for free. Oh, the seven day inflammation challenge. Okay, yeah. I and I have the dosha quiz for free. But you're right, I do have a six week Ayurvedic immersion course that I love because then I can. I, sometimes people started using fusionary as a pill for a problem. And I was mm -hmm. like, look, I know I healed the inflammation and joint pain, but we still have work to do, guys. Let's do sleep and gut health. So my immersion course is where I get to dive into that. So that's fusionarymethod.com. But at shivanigupta.com, they can get all the free challenges and guides and all those happy things that I wrote. And then we made a special code for you. It's Light Body Radio is going to give your audience 15% off of their orders. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm I'm excited for that. So, um, so I just want to encourage everyone to definitely go check out formula uh, fusionaryformulas.com go check out um you know shivanigupta.com for all of her amazing programs and free challenges and i'm sure so much information and all of this will be on the show notes page which is on my website drlaramay.com forward slash podcasts so anything else before we finish up that you want to bring forward that we haven't talked about or touched on yet Yes, I just encourage everyone to Google Ayurveda and just look into it. Just 
fall into it. A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A. It's this vast science. And it's just there to show us how we can love ourselves more and take care of ourselves and live a very high quality life all the way until the end. It's not just about longevity. It's about that quality of how great we can feel all the way through. So practice your self-care. Be well, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, again, make sure you check out her webpage, her company's page, social media, all the good things. And the code was Lightbody Radio, you said? Yes. Yes. And that's all will be listed on the show notes. So thank you, everyone. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you.